Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just the show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze, and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And it's now uh, time to check in with Dennis Gartman, chairman of the uh, University of Akron Endowment Investment Committee, former publisher of the Gartman Letter, as we get 2023 started. Happy New Year, Dennis. It seems like investors are happy to put 2022 behind them. Is that what kind of explains the gains we're seeing across the board this morning? Well, it's interesting, Nathan. This is one of those rare days when you have gold higher, bonds higher, and stocks higher. One of them has to be wrong. Normally, they cannot move all in tandem one with the other. But perhaps it's just the fact that it's the start of the new year. We always see an influx of money come in on the first of the month or the first of the year. That happened exactly the same last year. The first day of the year was a was a, a rather substantive rally, and then it ended up being a bear market the, the day after. But it is rare to see both to see gold stocks and bonds all high, all higher and rather sharply higher. So as I said earlier, one of them probably is wrong. I think that stocks are probably the one that is wrong, but we'll see. Time shall tell. Well, what makes you say that, Dennis? I mean, you were one of the first to call this a bear market shortly after yeah. the uh, S&P 500 made its peak uh, one year ago today was its uh, last closing record. Uh, what makes you think things are going to be the same as they were last year? Is Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. I think that this is just the the fact that we've had it's the start of the year, the start of the month, and there's always a an influx of of capital that comes in, exactly a replication of what happened last year. the 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 problem is that we have uh, stock prices. I think have had an, an inordinately high, large rally in the course of the past month and a half, uh, predicated upon a, a the Fed. Uh, pivoting from uh, its tightening monetary policies, and I think that that's ill-advised to consider that fact. I think the Fed is going to continue to allow the overnight, not allow, but but move the overnight Fed funds rate to five to five and a quarter percent over the course of the next several months. We'll see when we get to the the, the first FOMC meeting in February, but uh, time shall tell. I, the the uh, IMF has said that uh, we're going to have that one third of the world is going to be in recession over the course of the next uh, year or two. I think that that will will weigh upon stock prices eventually. So again, it's unusual to see that we have stocks, bonds, and and, and gold rallying and on, all on the same day. Uh, one of them has to be wrong, and as I said, I think it's the stock market that is wrong. I think we're going to see a replication of what happened last year. Yeah, you mentioned uh, that call from the uh, the director of the IMF that a third yeah. of the world is going to be in a recession yeah. this year. Uh, do you include the U.S. in that third of the world? Basically, I think the U.S. is going to have a slowing economy. I'm not sure that we'll have a, a an official recession, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, such as what we had at the beginning of last year. But I think that the U.S. economy is going to be continuously slower than had been hoped for, and the Fed will 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 probably tighten for far too long. That's the tendency of the Fed is to be too too late in in tightening, too late in early, or too early in in easing or too late in easing, and I think that that's going to be the same circumstance this year. So we'll have a – I don't think we'll have a, a, a recession by normal textual 
definition, but I think we're going to see a, a weaker economy. Housing prices clearly are, are weakening. Housing demand is clearly weakening, and housing is a a dominant force in the U.S. economy. And I think that that's going to be the the major thing, the major problem that we'll have to deal with over the course of the next several months. If I remember uh, rightly, the last time we spoke, I think you said that, uh, along with consensus, that uh, the Fed is probably going to peak at five to five and a quarter percent. Is is that still your call? And do you think that the uh, Fed? Sh- I mean, you already said that you think the Fed should probably be uh, pivoting sooner than expected. When do you think the Fed uh, should start thinking about reducing uh, the uh, the uh, terminal rate? Actually, I think what I said is that the Fed will be slow to, 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 to go to a pivot. If I've learned anything in 45 years of being in the market, is that when the Fed begins to tighten monetary policy after easing or easing policy after tightening, it takes rates far farther, far higher or far lower and for a longer period of time than even the most radical among us want to believe. So I think the fact that the Fed will pivot eventually will be in 2024, not 2023. And if it's 2024, it'll probably be late into the year. The Fed will be – the Fed is slow to, to change policy. And once it changes, it keeps that new policy in, in effect for a much longer period of time and takes rates much farther than anybody wants to anticipate. So it'll be a long, a long period of time before the Fed pivots. Got about 30 seconds left in this segment, Dennis. But you yeah. said that the uh, that you don't expect that there's going to be a technical recession for the U.S. How do you square that with the possibility that the Fed could keep rates uh, higher for longer? <laughs> that, that, that is the, the prime question, isn't it? Time shall tell what what happens, how that how that plays out. But again, I think it'll be a long period of time before the Fed begins to pivot uh, to to lower rates. It'll 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 manufacture higher overnight Fed funds rate to five five and a quarter to five and a half percent, and then they'll stay stay at that level for a long period of time, just as they did when they eased uh, and kept rates at a low level for a long period of time. They'll do the same with high rates. They'll want to make sure that they see real definitive action, real definitive recessionary circumstances before they uh, uh, begin to begin to pivot. It'll be a long period of time. So be patient. Dennis, if stocks are wrong, how much further do they have downward to go? I think they make a new low for the year, t- taking out last, uh, taking out the low that was made in late September, early October. I, I don't think they'll go much below there. 10 to 15 percent from down from where we are right now would probably be uh, sufficient to, to turn me from being bearish of equities to being at least neutral, perhaps even bullish. So let's call it 10 to 15 percent from where we are right now. It's, ama- it's interesting, as we talked earlier, it's an unusual circumstance to see bonds, stocks, and gold all rallying on the same time, to- the same day at the same time. They're doing it in almost exactly the same amount, about eight percent, eight tenths of one percent across the board. So it's unusual and, and strange, and one of them has to be wrong. What's the catalyst that turns stocks from a bear market to a bull market for you? The Fed changing monetary policy, and that's going to be a long period of time before that happens. Again, as I said earlier, in the 45 years I've been in the markets and, and since graduate school, the one mm-hmm. thing I've learned is that when the Fed changes monetary policy, moves from easing to tightening or tightening to easing, it takes rates much farther and for a longer period of time than the most radical among us want to believe. The Fed changed policy last year. It's going to take a, at least until 20, late 2023, probably early 2024, before the Fed begins to pivot. And pivot means that they change from, from tightening to easing and actually let rates go lower. That's going to be a long period of time in the future. So I, 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 I'm going to be bearish on stocks for probably quite some more protected period of time. I've been bearish since January 5th of last year, had the university move a good uh, 10 to 15 percent of its portfolio out of, out of stocks into two-year notes. And that's we we got let's call it let's say we got very lucky. 
Are you looking for further inversion in the yield curve then with that view? Uh, what's your outlook for treasuries? I think twos, tens goes back to 80 basis points again. It'll, it'll test that level. It seemed that there was, a, for lack of a better term, resistance at about 80 to 82 basis points in, in the inversion, twos to tens, and I think we try to go back to that level before, it's, uh, before, we're done, uh, before the Fed is done tightening monetary policy. In our last minute here, Dennis, uh, gold hasn't really been the inflation hedge that it's been historically. Uh, do you see that changing in 23? Well, first of all, gold has been moving from the lower left to the upper right. It's broken out. It's done something unusual uh, in November. It had an outside reversal month, a new low, and then taking out the previous lows for the year, and then closing higher for the month, taking out the previous month's high at the same time. Outside reversal days are important. Outside reversal weeks are more important. Outside reversal months for technicians, and I'm not always a technician, but I watch the technical circumstances, are amongst the most important technical circumstances that you see. So I think gold has broken out to the upside, and I think uh, in my own account, I'm long gold and short the stock market. Today I'm I'm breaking even, but uh, over the course of the past month and a half, it's been the proper trade, and I'm going to any any correction in that I'm going to add to it, buying more gold, selling more stocks. As always, good to get your thoughts, Dennis. Uh, happier returns for 2023. It was Dennis Gartman, former publisher of the Gartman Letter, now chair of the University of Akron Endowment Investment Committee. Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just a show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.